Hi everyone, um, so this is my first podcast episode and um, today I'm going to be talking about why um, and how I suppose um, I'm having a gap year. Um, knee surgery I'll also be talking about and the feeling that I've been left behind. So, um, so I'm having a gap year, as I've just mentioned. Essentially, it wasn't originally my plan to have one. I was all set to go to university and whatever, but then I went out um, on A-level results night to celebrate or whatever, you know, with some friends. I was having a great time. And then, stupidly, I fell over. And, you know, normally, oh, fall over, pick yourself up maybe a bruise or whatever but I essentially tore my cruciate ligament and I ruptured my medial meniscus um has absolutely no meaning to me but I've absolutely wrecked my knee um so I did almost the same thing back in I think October of 2019 and then I had surgery in January of 2020 so not even a year later I'm already back but this time with my other knee um so I can't really walk very well I'm I was on crutches I'm not anymore but I can't really do much walking at all without feeling extremely tired and I can't really do much of anything. For the past month, two months, I haven't done anything. I've just sat on my bed, watched TV. Yeah, pretty much that. That's all I've done. So the reason that I'm having a gap here, obviously, is because of my knee. In fairness, I could have gone to university with my knee in the state that it's in, but I just thought it would be best for me to not, um, and so I've decided to defer my place at university. Um, I think that it was the best decision for me, really, because the last thing that I wanted was to kind of be limping around campus, um, especially after I had my operation. I'd have to go back into uni in, you know, long recovery time and whatever, so it all would have just been a bit of a mess. So I'm trying to look at the positives. Um, hopefully there'll be more in-person lectures because obviously COVID and whatever, um, a lot of my friends who have gone to uni this time around, I think all of their lectures maybe are still online. So fingers crossed next year it's better. And also I could possibly get my top choice for accommodation at uni which would be good because I'd kind of applied this time around quite last minute for accommodation so I didn't get my top choice um so that's possibly another positive of going next year especially since I've already got my place I've just deferred it rather than having to go through the whole process again of you know applying and everything which it's actually, it's a real faff, I didn't realise, but applying to university is a long process, which obviously you'd think it would be, but 
just all the admin bits it really does take a while so um I made the decision to defer I think it was less than three weeks before I was heading off to uni so kind of in an instant I had to change everything up because I got a call I was hoping I'd had had my MRI I was hoping oh hopefully it just needs a bit of rest and then got this phone call from um, a doctor saying oh you've done all this to your knee so you might need surgery and I was thinking oh my god like what am I going to do I'm about to head off to uni started you know getting stuff out getting stuff ready started buying tickets for freshers events you know like I was fully committed to going and then obviously through a bit of a spanner in the works I thought you know what maybe it's a sign and so I deferred um so that is story of my last minute gap year um so now obviously my knee it's still in a bit of a state really I can get about on it but like I said I can't do anything of like I can't do anything pretty much (laughs) um so really really fortunately um I've managed to get a surgery date pretty soon well pretty soon it's two days away now but um as I film this um can you say film for a podcast anyway as I film this we'll go with so um yeah I so I did this back in August and now it's October so it's it's very quick actually to get my surgery sorted which is really good um so it'll take um in theory between six no not six three and six weeks to be up and walking completely normally again um so I had surgery on my other knee for a similar thing um yeah like I said earlier um however long ago and I was up and walking I think on crutches in two weeks I was off school and then I for two weeks and then I was on crutches for I I don't know how long it was but hopefully I'll be up and walking this time normally walking normally in six weeks um so yeah it's currently Saturday night um Saturday the 9th of October and my surgery is very early Monday morning um I think it might be I think I might be the first person to the operating theatre so thankfully I'm not in overnight because that was just it just seems really scary to me to be in hospital overnight just makes it seem a lot more serious if you get what I mean so obviously I'm absolutely freaking out as I'm sure most people are before getting surgery and that's one of the reasons I've decided to film this tonight to kind of distract myself since I've got like less than 48 hours now until my surgery um so yeah extremely nervous but obviously I know that it'll benefit me in the long run and um I don't think I'm as nervous this time around because obviously I've had surgery on my left knee before and now it's my right knee so I kind of know what I'm I know what to expect in a way but I'm still obviously extremely nervous um 
and as well I'm now 18 so technically you know now I'm an adult and obviously because of Covid and everything um, the number of visitors and stuff like that is a lot more limited. Um, Up until about a week ago we had every intention my mum was going to come in with me obviously not in the operating theatre but she was going to be there in my room or whatever it is when I was done you know wait with me before I was going into surgery or whatever but she has just had covid um actually which perfect timing you know it couldn't have just come a week earlier or a week later or whatever but she was out of isolation I think yesterday so she missed the covid test that I had to do to actually be able to have my surgery she was meant to come to that with me and have a test as well but obviously because she was isolating she couldn't um I was shipped off to a family friend so that I wouldn't get covid so that I could still have my surgery because I was really I've basically I want it as quickly as possible so then I can get up and running and back to normal again so I stayed at a family friend's this past week which I'm so grateful for. I had a really lovely time and it was probably the best situation that could have happened. Um, Making the best out of a bad situation, you know. So I'm going to go into the surgery alone and when I come back from the operating theatre, I'll be alone. And, you know, it's all just... I know I'm an adult and, you know, at 18 you should be starting to kind of do these things individually but I'm still very scared to um not have my mum there you know as anyone would be I'm sure um but hopefully this time won't be as bad because essentially last time when I had my surgery I was I had to have codeine which is like a pain relief kind of thing which I think is quite a normal commonly used one to take after surgery but I had a quite a bad reaction to it really I couldn't keep much I couldn't keep any food down I was vomiting it was just awful it was really bad I was really hot and really cold and it got so bad that I had to go back in to the hospital where I had my surgery and they were like and my mum was like oh you know I think it must be the codeine so I'm gonna go in with the intention of saying on Monday morning I'm gonna be like you know I'm really sorry I know that this is kind of the main painkiller but I can't have this because it made I reckon that it made my recovery 10 times worse it was just not good at all and I was just yeah it was really really rough um but so yeah hopefully this time I will be better and my recovery will be quicker but who knows um actually maybe it'll even be worse though I'm kind of in my head I'm thinking it'll be worse so then I'm prepared if it is if that makes sense so I'm not like getting my hopes up um but yeah, and I understand everything happens for a reason or, or whatever, and I'm trying to stick to that mentality. But it's just so annoying, it's so frustrating, and I understand that I should be, you know, and I am, 
so appreciative that I can have surgery and whatever and I've got access to it and whatever but it's just it's so typical it's so typical that just as I was you know about to head off to uni all this happens and it's just it's just such a pain it really is but you know making the best out of bad situation everything hopefully happens for a reason um but yeah it's just I don't really know how to feel about it all and I'm still kind of processing it's been however long since I was meant to start uni probably about a month now maybe just under and all my friends have headed off to uni and everything like that and I thought that I was processing but I still feel in a way there's part of me that hasn't processed that you know I've now got an entire year without plans and it kind of in a way it kind of sets everything in my life back by one year because obviously I'm at uni I'll be at uni for three years and then after that I'll kind of start my life in a way but I was meant to be starting it in what 2024 and now it's going to be 2025 and it's all just I don't know still trying to process you know um but yeah obviously because all my friends thankfully for them they haven't had to have knee surgery and defer their place at uni so all my friends have headed off to university yeah a couple of weeks ago um but you know and I'm so happy for them and they're all having a great time by the sounds of it and it's great and I'll go and visit them and whatever but it got to a point where I was looking at people's Instagrams and Snapchat stories and everything seeing them all at freshers and I was just like I can't sit here and look at anyone's stories or you know posts or whatever for any longer I just can't do it to myself because I was just I was just feeling so isolated and so you know angry in a way because I was meant to be experiencing these things and you know going to freshers meeting new friends you know living by myself you know but I wasn't I was sitting in my family home in my bed at you know 10 o'clock at night whilst everyone else you know is out living that university life in a way so I deleted Instagram and Snapchat I think it was for about two weeks it was kind of during the freshers week kind of that sort of period because I was just like I can't handle it and that made me because you know quite a few of your friends you only really you talk to them in person and you talk to them online you don't say like FaceTime them or whatever call them it's just kind of either or one extreme or the other there's no kind of in between with the FaceTime or whatever um so it got to a point where I was starting to isolate myself and you know wasn't talking to anyone I don't think you know any of my friends because I just couldn't handle it like and on the occasion where I would FaceTime a couple of friends or whatever who were partway through their freshers week or whatever 
I was coming off FaceTime and crying just because I was so angry and so upset that I wasn't experiencing these things and I was in a way I was jealous you know because I was meant to be doing all this stuff too but I wasn't because obviously you know deferral everything blah 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 you know and it was just I was just I was starting to get into a bit of a hole a bit of a slump starting to become quite depressed um and I will touch on my experience with depression in another episode um because that's a whole other story but I was just I could tell I was starting to get into this slump again and I was starting to go back down into this hole and I just I couldn't get myself out of it because I was just so angry about my situation and there was nothing I could do to change it you know I just kind of had to get to that point of acceptance but I was just so I was fuming you know I was just my entire year the plans for my year had been ruined completely you know gone my entire year now just a blank page in a way so I was just yeah in a slump not doing very well um and granted this was only a couple of weeks ago this was heck maybe just over a week ago you know and I was like I've got to get out of this and my friend when I was on FaceTime to one of my friends and she was like it's good yeah you know get rid of your social media or whatever and I understand where you're coming from and all that but she was like you still need to talk to people and I was just like yeah I do because I just completely isolated myself and it it was just this sudden realization so I re-downloaded Instagram I re-downloaded Snapchat whatever I started I attempted to do slightly more I mean I've still got all these restrictions because I can't go out very much well I can't go out because you know I'm just like physically unable and mentally you know I still wasn't up for doing that much I just couldn't bring myself to but the problem is when I was starting to feel like I didn't want to be isolated anymore the problem was I still was because all my friends were so far away and you know it was just I don't know really I just couldn't see anyone and I was isolated even when I decided and I'd moved on from that point of wanting to be I still was and obviously you know, there's nothing that I can do to change that, it's not my friend's fault, it's not anyone's fault, it's just the way it is, but, and I was the one, and they, both of us, we were all trying to stay in contact, you know, and I'm still, obviously, still talk to my friends every day, because they're my best friends, you know, but I was asking how they were doing, and whatever, you know 
wasn't their fault, it wasn't my fault, it's just how it was, and I've been invited to stay with them and everything, and it's great, and I'm looking forward to planning that when I can get up and get out again, but it was just difficult in a way, and I don't think that this makes me a selfish person, at least I'd hope not, it sometimes at times feels like it is, like I am being selfish, but it was, it was just difficult to see my friends, you know, out having fun, making new friends, meeting new people out in their new cities, like, you know, doing, having that university experience, but it just, I just felt selfish, because I was like, I should be doing this too, I shouldn't be sitting here in my room by myself, wasting away my day watching TV, you know, binge watching TV, I wasn't expecting to do this, I wasn't, I didn't ask to do this, and so, you know, and I started to feel guilty, I suppose, for dampening the mood when I talk to my friends on FaceTime or whatever when you know go through all the oh how are you how are you you know talk about one person then talk about the other and I when it was my turn to talk I was just like I've got absolutely nothing to say because I haven't done anything and I know that sounds boring and I know that that dampens the mood of the FaceTime or whatever because I'm not doing anything but I just started to feel really guilty for not, in a way, wanting to hear as much about their university experiences because it just made me feel so angry, you know? Um, So, yeah, that's where I'm at. And now I've got this entirely and completely unplanned year ahead of me, which is really really stressing me out um and I know it's easy to make plans to a certain degree if but taking it day by day and whatever that's what I'm trying to do but I'm really limited in what I can do at the minute because of my knee so I've decided not I'm not planning anything until I'm up and running again because of my knee because obviously it, it could all change I could be bed bound for a lot longer than I think I'm going to be or whatever um and of course there's all the stress about covid you know limiting travel and everything like that and it's this whole dilemma because if I want to go traveling I'm going to need money but I can't work because I'm in knee so I can't get money and it's just this whole thing and obviously people that were had planned their gap years they've already got plans some of them at least and so you know I don't want to be kind of intruding I don't want to intrude on other people's plans because they've already made them and stuff and hopefully I'll still be able to have a really great gap year fingers crossed here's hoping you know everything touch wood all that but it just at the minute I just feel 
there's just nothing to look forward to. There's nothing to get excited about. And yeah. Well, sorry, just got quite deep for my first episode. But um, I think that's pretty much all I wanted to really touch on in this first episode. Um, It's just, it sounds very, it's all just very overwhelming. And I know that to kind of someone else from an outsider's perspective, it probably seems like I'm kind of blowing it all up out of proportion and I'm getting stressed over, you know, something that I can't change, can't do anything about. And I get that. But when you kind of, when it's happening to you, I'm I'm sounding very dramatic. I'm, I'm fully aware, but it just, it's a lot to process, I think. And I, I know I'll be fine. I'll, have a good gap year, whatever I end up doing, I'll see my friends at uni, and it's fine because I'm going, and my knee will be fine, and I'll be able to get back to normal all just a year later, and that's fine, I get that, but just when you're kind of living it now, it's just a lot, (laughs) and I do feel in a way that I have been left behind, and I know earlier I said it's nobody's fault it's just the way it is and I'm fully aware but it is just hard to kind of feel that you're still present in other people's lives as much as you have been in the past and I don't know it's just it's a very strange and new thing to me to be kind of the only one that's here you know because all my friends they all spread out now of course they learn from Brett for the country and it's just it's I don't know (laughs) I really don't know and I just keep rambling now about it but sorry quite a deep topic diving in at the deep end quite literally um but I'll 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 be fine I'll be fine I say through grimace to Eve but no it's all it will all everything happens for a reason it'll all work out and my surgery on Monday and I'll be fine and you know that's that pretty much um yeah really sorry to get straight into it the first episode but I'm just gonna talk about what I want to talk about and this was I felt like was a good starting topic because it kind of will maybe set the tone for the rest of the podcast but hopefully not because this is quite deep and quite serious so who knows um but thank you for listening um and hopefully I'll see you on the other side of my surgery whoa touch wood that's I will see you I'm gonna go in with the I will
rather than hopefully I will. Um, but yeah, that's me. That's the current situation. Thank you for listening once again. And yeah. <laughs>